The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. Wes, I have a request on that animation. I need you to put uh, put a gig over my head. I'm far, I'm far too clean. I finally achieved the rugged look that I thought I'd never have. Fifty-year-old baby face. Oh, I gotta, what happened? How did you I do gotta that? tell you, fucking weekend. holy balls! Happy Zombie Day, by the way. Happy Easter. Um. You know, so, all right, so I've had this stomach in it, this fucking uh, virus, I guess, you know, a fever about, you know, anywhere between 100 and 102, and um, just, uh, like, constant diarrhea, and uh, just, so, Friday night, I'm having, you know, the fever sweats. I'm trying to sleep. And, you know, you're in and out of consciousness. You're never really sleeping. You're just in this fucking. And, uh, you know, with my fever, I, I might have, might have had bad judgment and taken a gummy to help myself fall asleep, which didn't, did not help the, uh, the twilight haze that I was in. So I get up to go to the bathroom because I feel it coming on. And... Now, I'm in my daughter's room because I'm sick. I didn't want to get my wife sick. So I put my little one in bed with with my wife, and I go in her room to pollute her bed. So so I get up, and I immediately, the strain or the dizziness, I lose consciousness, and I go down face first. No hands, nothing, obviously, because I'm I'm unconscious. I don't I remember the impact, and that brings me to... um, I'm face down on the hardwood, and I'm trying to get myself up, and I, I push myself, and I stumble back onto her bed, and I'm tasting what I think is sweat or maybe tears from, from the hit in my mouth and in my eye. None of this are, are you a stranger to, Kevin, having gigged your head and all that. My yeah, but it's, it's completely different when you, when you fucking... Your hard way on a face pump. <laughs> a face plant on a hardwood floor, yeah. yeah it's it's no. slightly different. Yeah. Now, miraculously, I don't break my nose. I don't break my teeth. I land enough on my side where that takes all the impact. So my wife comes running out into the hallway. What was that? What was that? I said, I fell. And the lights are all off. I said, turn the fucking lights on. I can't see. So I'm stumbling, stumbling to the door where she is. She turns the lights on. And now she almost passes out because I'm like... Fucking dusty, nineteen seventy eight in the ring with bunkhouse, total fucking bunkhouse deal, and it's now I realize that all the stuff that's dripping, what I thought was sweat, now it's I'm, it's pouring all like OJ was neater than I was in in that. So now my kids hear my wife yelling, "Oh my god!" And so they get up and they run out. I'm in the, I run into the bathroom to to put to put something on my head. So now my kids come out. Just to a hallway of smeared blood, <laughs> and my wife screaming. So they think Michael Myers is in the fucking house. 
So I have this fucking, I don't know, inch and a half gash, and you can put your fucking finger in it. And uh, so that was it. Hospital stitches, the whole fucking deal. Uh, CAT scan negative, EKG negative. There was not a cardiac event. Nice. But that was that was Friday. Wow. Let me tell. I am still shitting my brains out. I I may I've already told Steve you leave this running. If I I, this might turn into a Gallagher show, right here, and uh, you just leave it on. I'll I'll spray. Leave the, the. the trail as I try to run off to the bathroom. This is reality yeah, fuck radio. We're just, this is, uh, you know, and, the th- and it's my fault. I mean, we, we, you know, we we usually do this on Wednesdays, but I'm traveling this week, so I'm traveling tomorrow, and so in my it, 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 ten, ten days ago, seven days ago, well, seven days ago, we, you know, I, I was thinking about like, okay. I should be able to do this remotely, so yeah. Until the day gets yeah, closer, as, as it gets you look, cl- you look so at I, so like, I come I come down up. here today, and I realize that I don't realize. I mean, I've, I've known it all along, but it's like Tristan has set up everything in this fucking studio, including yeah. the whole stack that's on the other side of this wall over here, and. You know, I mean everything, and I'm like, I couldn't get the fucking my camera to work for two fucking weeks. You know, so I'm just yeah. I, I looked at it. And I just so I, I went home. I think I text every. I think you guys were doing a mass text. I text. And I said I was. I had to get legs in because I'm traveling tomorrow. I won't be able to get legs in. So I, I, I trained legs. I said I'll be back in the car. And I said, guys, I said we got to do this. Like we got to do this tonight, or it ain't gonna happen because. Fuck, I said, there's no, I, I don't even have a laptop fucking uh, c- carry case. <laughs> you know. Oh. So I would, fuck, I would have thrown to, that in the luggage. I mean, but I would, that's exactly where I'm at. Laptop. I'm just like, fuck, I, I'm, I don't use a computer. The only, people always tell me, I'm saying, well, just finish, you just fucking get on your, that's down at the condo, you fucking, and so like, I don't go to, I mean, this, the only time I go down here is to work, which tonight I will tell you. It's fucking pouring sideways. It's fucking horrible out. Been a horrible day. And if this is fucking work, I mean, I love doing it. I mean, the, the fans this weekend, there were so many of the gracious fans that came by and said, absolutely love the podcast. And, and I fucking, that just, that, I, I'm more proud of that right now in this, this period of my life is for people to be conversation, blah, 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 blah. What we, what we tried to, create from the minute we decided we were going to do this and um but at the same time man like it's fucking like this whole crew tonight this is like fucking i'm the executive producer who's fucking a meth head and i've just decided we're going to switch to nights and shoot the scene like at fucking four need you all in at nine o'clock easter see you then that's where we are it is easter night you heathens. It is 9 o'clock. Well, we love you, Kevin, clearly. Let's just, I, let this I understand be an indication that. Of, of, uh, I always thought he, he had risen early, so I thought we were cool at 9 at night. <laughs> he's up. He was up. Yeah, he's he up. He was up and about. He was yeah. 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 So. All right. Feedback from last week, Kevin. Uh, Jack House. J- I'm sorry. Jack Nouse says, I love Kev. Fucking no holding back. No putting up with 
bullshit calling out the ass hats of the world. This is fucking priceless. Thank you. Thank you. Jack Nouse. You know, it does kind of function that way too, Kev. I, I think people like to um like to hear you talk about issues, but I think people live vicariously through a guy who's seven feet tall <laughs> that can get in somebody's face. You're kind of like the uh you know, the avatar in all of our heads when we want to puff up and belly up to some douchebag. You know, we... I'm not a bully. I was never a bully, but I'm like the guy that, that's in the bully movie that the, the kid gets picked on and I become his friend. My bodyguard. I was going to yes. reference that. You remember, yeah. you remember that? Yeah. You would have known what I was talking about if I said that? Fuck I yeah. edited that out of my head because I, I didn't think anyone would know the fucking movie with no. Chris Makepeace and uh, Ruth Gordon, for Christ's sake. As the yeah. Grandma. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for... Uh... See something here. I always uh, just assume you're pissing. No, yeah, when you look down, I'm looking for a, a, a guy that I met this weekend, who I we know. sat we, we sat and talked, and of course, fucking come on, a, a fan, a worker, who who? Yeah, he's, you know, he's more, he's, he was a. I mean, he was. I wouldn't say he was a fan. I, I mean, he was. He liked our shit. Yeah, that would make him a fan. I. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's not like he was a fanboy. He was, he was a good dude. Ah, fuck. Keep talking. I'm While gonna... you do that, I'm going to talk to you yeah. about Jay Lucian, who said, "Look at how this channel's blown up over a fairly short period of time. Look at all the Kevin Nash related videos there are on YouTube alone. Look at all the views they get. Yeah, I'd say you are appreciated. I concur, Jay. Thanks, man. Ah, uh, Solid Snake. Will Nash be on a dark side of the ring eventually? I'm actually, I got a, a text message from uh, the, the head, the, yeah, the head honcho. Okay. I just haven't got back with him, so I will before he sees this episode. But fuck, man, like I said, I, I, I've been on the road 13 to 17 days. Yeah. And that might not seem like a lot, but when you're 60 fucking, almost 64 years old, there's a lot of people that saw me this weekend, and they all said the same thing. You lost a lot of weight, haven't you? Like, fuck yeah. Yeah, losing your best friend, your son, and fucking getting old. Fucking, it's, you know, as much as you guys want to think it was all steroids, no. <laughs> it wasn't. I got good genetics. I just fucking I tell you, it's, it, I weighed 288 when I woke up this morning. I'm just like, fuck. What was, your, uh, what was your in-ring weight, 95? 320? Uh, 95 clean, about 312. Oh, 312. It was like constant. Like, there you go. Like, when I did the magic mics, I was around 285, but like a different 285 than this. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, Carl Primus, I hate flying. Some of the best vacation spots you have to fly to. Uh, I have four or have a four or five hour tolerance being six foot nine in first class. If first class isn't booked up, then I'm stuck with emergency exit seats. The leg room is good, but seat itself is trash. I need pillow. I need a pillow after a while because my legs fall asleep. Can you relate? Oh God! I mean, I can't. You know what? I mean, I think one thing he has to realize is, um, yeah, most most great places in this country you do have to fly to, and preferably on a private plane. But me, yeah. 
I'm the kind of guy that likes to be you know, a little bit off the beaten path. You know, I like to go to the RV parks. Yeah, sometimes the Walmart parking lot. That's the kind of guy. My, I feel like a, almost almost like a chief justice. Man of the people. <laughs> Pretty Oh, like much. a chief justice Clarence Thomas. <laughs> oh. I see. I see. I see what the undertone was there. Yeah, because now, as of seven days ago, you have to fucking report all private jet service you Imagine that. As a fucking justice sitting around with a bunch of fucking crackers wondering why fucking this country's going Republican. Give me a fucking break. One thing, if you're sitting down fucking... Sitting down to fucking uh, in Detroit, hanging out with some bros, just fucking be like, all right, man, it's just going to get right. Choices. Life is about choices, everybody. Can't make a decision. Walk down any aisle in the supermarket. It's all about choices. Go to the drugstore. Choices. Harry, I want to talk about Harry's razors right now, okay? You can, uh, your choice of choosing Harry's razors over the other razors on the market are going to benefit you in so many ways. I took this plunge before Harry's became a sponsor, okay? Full disclosure. Of course, they've bestowed some wonderful things on us to try, but I was a Harry's customer before they started on this show. Harry's makes getting high-quality razors that you can depend on super easy, and then a bunch of ancillary materials from body soaps. I'm currently using the body wash right now. Um, their shave cream. They have a shave gel that I'm using right now, which I enjoy very much. Um, Harry's makes all this easy, okay? They consistently give you better razors than your in-store options and at the best price. Harry's razors are refilled when you need them, delivered straight to your door, okay? So my experience with Harry's has always been fantastic. Price. Price for me is so important. The razor gimmick I, I identified a long time ago was kind of like the printer gimmick. Oh, you buy the computer printer, it's super cheap. But then they bang you on the ink, right? Oh, you go get one of these competitors' razors there. You're paying a ton of money for the replacement razors. You get the handle and you're committed. Harry's razors, the starter set, okay? It's a $13 value, which is unbelievable, first of all. But we're going to give it to you for just $3 at harrys.com slash click, K-L-I-Q. Okay? Get a $13 starter set for just $3 at harrys.com slash K-L-I-Q. Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, and they're still offering a no-risk trial. Okay? you got creams, body washes, hydrating lotions. Their blades are made in their own factory in Germany, and they hold up better than ever, okay? They've eliminated that middleman. They are sending you the sleek, ergonomic-weighted handles also that look great in your bathroom and give you precise control with each swipe. Starter set, a $13 value, yours for $3 at harrys.com slash click, K-L-I-Q. Thank you, Harry's. Thank you for your product. Thank you for advertising. Thank you for wanting to be part of the uh, the Kevin Nash experience. Appreciate it. No, what's going down with the bros? They're getting fucking, they're getting ousted out of the fucking House of fucking Representatives in Tennessee because, see, yeah. yeah, because God forbid it, after a fucking, you know, six more fucking people got killed, somebody fucking has the balls to stand up and then the fucking, t- the Tennessee guys 
fucking they get their fucking moment and their spotlight on on television. And uh, the one guy says, oh, "The fact that she was white, we never put any ethnicity or color into the matter." She was the one she, they let stay. Yeah, just so just so happened the white broads stayed. And we got rid of the two. And the thing is, too, like the the, the both the black dudes almost looked like '60s civil rights guys, like like the what not, not not the one dude, but the dude with the bigger afro. The hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, skinny, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and they're but they're saying the other the, the they both like they both speak like preachers. Like they both had that very, and it's just like what a fucking like what an um, amazing core you know, between King King going to fucking Memphis because of the uh, the, the, the garbage you know the, the, the deal with the, with the guys getting killed and being assassinated uh, in in Memphis and then them having to go into Memphis and vote to see if this. This young Republican gets his his job back, which may be as early as tomorrow, uh, was what some news uh, sources said. Uh, but just like what a fucking, what are we like? Three weeks ago, we talked about the guy that stood up. He said we should bring back the hanging tree. Yeah, Talk you got that. you got you got a fucking you got a pedophile and a fucking and, and somebody that's committed fucking uh, domestic uh, battery in your fucking house. But God forbid if you were to get a brother on a fucking on, on a megaphone. Talking, yeah. talking, fucking! Please, enough with the guns. Well, this was just a, an excuse to get to get rid of m- more guess. dissenting Democratic voices. There, there's not. Listen, you, you you expel them for the day, you send them out. There's some penalty, whatever. Remove them from their post. Ridiculous, ridiculous. It's not while, like it was some indiscretion, while, like they forgot to disclose while you know, Harlan Sa- while, Crow's well, gifts. Yeah, while Santos fucking hovers over the United States fucking House of Representatives. Like fucking John Levitt's like, yeah, that's a ticket. <clears throat> so him uh, with uh, what's-her-face barking over at the... Uh... Have you seen Rappaford Sling with Green in fucking New York City? They fucking basically chased her out of New York. Yeah, get, getting her in the car. It looked like the... Oh, my God. It looked like... Um... Like uh, the, the, the Gotti, or or when they, when they used to have to or, run people into the to the look like fu- look like park. fucking look like Hinkley taking some fucking. I was getting ready to take a shot. Right, fucking hell. Um, but uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> you mentioned the the Clarence Thomas thing, and I am just the type of person that if if I ever got to the Supreme Court. You know, my, my lifelong dream comes true as a judge. You can go no higher than that. Yeah. I would be so panicked that everything I do might be misconstrued. E- even, like, legally. I'd be so careful. Yeah, you're one, of, you're one of nine people that have the final say on what the fuck goes down. Whether I thought I could take a, a $400,000 trip from you, um, I would call and ask first. Just to be sure. So I never, just the whole, well, I didn't know. That, that never washes with me. And I well, just that, don't that's, understand. That's, that's Wrestler 101, though. It's always easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Than permission, right. And you know? usually I feel that way. But if I'm appointed to a post, that's why I can't. When these guys get into the NBA, they reach the apex of their career. And then they go out and they 
grabbed some girl's ass at a fucking bar. Really? Yeah. You, Are we, but it wasn't like Thomas's wife wasn't fucking brought up during the January 6th uh, hearings where she was trying to fucking sway bullshit. Yeah, don't bring up Ginny. I'm going to get a heart. I have to explain myself. Larry Still Three Man says pay college athletes the damn money they deserve. Everyone gets paid except the ones really doing the work. Where do you stand on the whole uh, college? Either pay or endorsements or both. Uh, absolutely. I mean, they, they, it's their face, it's their likeness, so they should be able to do what the fuck they want to do with it. If you're good enough to get a shoe deal and you're a freshman in college, you should get a shoe deal, you know? Maybe you fucking if you're good enough, you could you could drag the shoe deal to the fucking university and have them, you know. Well, the coaches can take the deals. They yeah, the coach, but yeah, the, the I, kids are adults. My my wife found a picture of me that uh, she found a uh, an old uh, poetry book that T had had, uh, like a uh, uh, a binder, like a notebook, and um, in it was a picture of me. That was a publicity shot for my freshman year at the University of Tennessee. And I've got on a pair of the fucking weapons, the fucking the old cons that Magic and fucking Dr. J and everybody else with the bar and star. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I got those on, you know, with the, with the orange fucking orange gimmick. And uh, did they manufacture those for, for the school? No, we or were they for sale? I, you could buy orange. No, no. I mean, those we that that was our deal. Our deal was with them. My freshman year, then our uh, my sophomore year, we switched to Adidas. But I liked the Converse because they were just heavier, and I was you know. I, Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. They're they a little bit more tougher, and I ended up wearing uh, a different. It was like the same Converse that Kent Benson wore. If anybody remembers uh, when he was at, with, like, I think he went to the Pistons first. Remember Jabbar punching him in the face? He broke Jabbar broke his hand on Benson's face. I remember the the commercial for those cons uh, out at Larry Bird's childhood home where they're playing in the. French Lick, yeah. yeah. French Lick, and the limo pulls up, and it's magic, and he's got the uh, the purple and yellow, and Bird yeah. had the dark green. Uh, you know, if you ever if you ever watch the uh, HBO gimmick on on the Laker dynasty? Oh no, no, no! That, I thought you meant the Bird Magic one. I saw no, that. I didn't see the the show about the, the Lakers. Sh- the How is that? Oh fuck! The show's brilliant, man. It's on Showtime, actually. It's not on yeah. HBO. It's on Showtime, but I think it's brilliant. It took me a while to take Adrian Brody as fucking Pat Riley, but I, I'm there. Um, okay. But I think the fucking the Magic's great. I think Jabbar, I think the guy that plays Jabbar is great. Um, Spencer Haywood was a little bit of a fucking uh, uh, a push. Um, but, well, the show is called Showtime, but it's on yeah. HBO. Oh, yeah, okay. So, so I'll check it out. I'd, I'd be into that. Uh, so you guys are fucking through. Dom, come on, man. You fucking you can't. Trying to fucking act like I'm not reading the fucking shit on the side over here. We get notes uh, throughout the on, show for anybody. On a fucking completely just 
Hey, Sean, yeah. You want to take a fucking plane ride? Sure. Can you fly? No. Let's go. Hey, I want to get back to something you said a minute ago. You got you have a, a book of, of some of Tristan's writing? Yeah. Do you ever think about, like, sharing some of it? Or is it pr- a private? Oh, I, don't, I, I, you know, I, I didn't look at it. You know, I mean, it's just like I've had a bad couple of weeks, you know. I don't know what, what it is or maybe it's I was on the road too much. And, um, you know, when you're on the road and you push yourself and it's just like your driving force that was always there to push you isn't there. And you fucking it's like there's nothing worse than the complexities of our own brains when we start to doubt and question what the fuck we're doing. You know, it's like, why am I out here? Do you keep like music on or something? I, I find no, that's man. therapeutic I'm... to always have music on in the background. When I'm allowed to just hear the madness of my mind, that's when it gets tough. Fucking, I, I drove down here tonight, man. I was just like, I was really, I was really going off of, you know, in my mind about this. This is fucking, you know, this is a commitment, you know, to do a, a podcast. And, but at the same time, it's a commitment. I think we're, we've got some good momentum. I think we've had some good fucking shows. I think we've kind of hit a nice stride. Uh, it seems like people are enjoying the shows. We're getting more viewers. So it's like I didn't want to take anything away from this because to me it's just like this is this – is, if, if people find this entertaining, if it's, if it's a thousand people that find this entertaining and it makes their fucking Monday at work better, fucking home run, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! Tax season is here, which means you've received or are expecting that tax refund any day now, and you're thinking about what to spend it on. How about a new home? With SaveWithConrad.com, we're helping renters become homeowners every single day, and it's more affordable than you think. You don't need perfect credit, you don't need a huge down payment. In fact, you may not need a down payment at all. At SaveWithConrad.com, we take the stress out of the home buying process. We'll determine your buying power. We'll even help you find a realtor. And unlike the banks, we don't say no. We say not yet, but here's how. So if you're not ready right now, we'll get you on a plan to be ready. Stop throwing your money away, paying someone else's mortgage with your rent. And start the path towards owning your own home today at SaveWithConrad.com. Seems to be. Yeah. Uh, MG58 says two legend Rust Belt wrestlers, Kevin Nash and Dr. Britt Baker. Had a lot of feedback from the Britt segment. Excuse me. Well, I have my. She wasn't. She wasn't out this weekend. But her, the girl that the champion was there, the AEW Women's Champion was there. That Brett That Britt goes out with now. Um, has Jamie, the uh, is it Jamie Hader? Her name is. How did the uh, AEW guys uh, treat you? Do they come up to you and everything? Um, thanks, Wesley. Um, my man, my man, the, the 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 man came up and said hello to me, Mister Burberry himself. Oh, good gimmick. You know what? I I. Uh, I watched this. I, I, I've, you know, after, of course, you know, telling the world, um, 
that I, I made a pact uh, with, 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 with Steve, who I've yet to talk on the phone to and go, oh, by the way, did you get any of that? Because he, would, he would actually would have laughed. Yeah. yeah. I saw him today. On, I looked on his Instagram. He was out fucking eating some uh, pizza from last night, had a bag of chips. He said, I'm telling you right now, I'll try, try, try to do my best, Austin. God damn, tell you right now, it's the healthiest chips you can get you. You know, you know, just out and just driving that four wheeler. Just, I'm thinking to myself, see, man, that motherfucker, he's doing his own thing. Like that's, a, he's got his own little private Idaho that he's he, he's hitching in. But um, yeah, uh, MGF came over and we talked, and he said, he said, man, he said, I, I thought that, I, and this, because I think he's super over, and uh, he. Uh, but you kind of think he's a dick, which is great. Well, it's because, a character. It's right, but I mean, but you think like there's no way this guy couldn't be a right, dick. Right, it's authentic. You right, know, right. yeah, it's just like nobody's nobody. But and you know, I'm sure there's a lot of guys in the locker room because he's getting pushed that'll fucking say yeah, and he's also holding him down. So I mean, it's, he would have been a good click guy. But um, he came over to me. I'm a, you know, a huge fan of yours, and it wasn't like he didn't. I mean, he came out of his, he went out of his way because I didn't know where he was. He went out of his way to come say hi to me. And I had watched him, you know, the last two weeks. But the week that I had watched last was when he did like almost a Dean Martin Rat Pack fucking deal where he sang. And, and I was just like, I'm thinking to myself, like, fuck, that's like, that's up my alley right there. That's my kind of shit. Like, fuck, fuck having the crowd yelling, holy shit, holy shit. Cause you put your life on the line. Let me fucking sing a couple bars. Pick if up a martini glass. Yeah, if you don't like it, how about sucking my fucking cock? <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I was, it was, it was a nice, uh, it was a nice moment to, 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 you know. I had one of those guys come up to me at the Philly convention, and uh, I was just walking through the room, going to talk to uh, Van Dam, and uh, calls me comes out from behind the table i'm like he had a line and comes over to me hugs me and i'm thinking this is somebody i work with maybe i did shows with in the past it wasn't he's like i just want to let you know what did you do do some gummies with him (laughs) i asked him to hard way me no he he comes up and he he's like i fall asleep to you every night and you know that was Mm. to hear another man say that was pretty Mm. he's like i watch all your old interviews i fall asleep to every night man and Nice guy. I know who the fuck he was. I, I, I don't watch enough. And I was like, you know what? There's no excuse for this right now. I'm somewhat in this industry. I've never considered myself in the wrestling industry, but I'm on the periphery. I'm as much in the wrestling industry as like Bob Costas is in the basketball world. Okay. Or, or, a, or a Marv Albert. No, the, the Costas was a good analogy because I don't put that motherfucker with any sport. He just transcends, right? He's Yeah, just, he's just. He's Casey Kasem. I mean, it's like really, like it's, it's, it's. I mean, yeah, he's Bob Costas. He gets respect because he's been respected for so long. But at the same time, fucking uncle. JS should have asked. Oh, in in relation to, um, uh, in relation to Brit, should have asked her to do the arch. Or J, doctor, do the arch. Chick. God, I fucking can't. God damn it. And just open palm. 
if, if yeah. she refuses, right? That was the that was the deal. Terrible. We don't condone this. Listen, what uh, you, you were out in California? Uh, was it California? Well, I, no, no, no. You were in uh, this. I was in Indianapolis. Indianapolis right. this weekend. Yeah. What happened to Sabu? Man, I heard like word is like wildfire. You know, on the internet is one thing. At a wrestling convention, holy fuck! I mean, you don't walk in the lobby and not have eleven people fucking. But just everybody wants to fucking spread hot news, and they want you to think that they're the fucking like they want to be the first to give you the hot news, so you'll think they're a source. So I had ninety three people tell me fucking I just took Sabu out. He had a stroke. It looked bad. They were. I said. I said. Well, did you see the, like the paramedics? Did, were they feverishly working on him, or was it to put him on a fucking stretcher and take him to the fucking ambulance? Well, I didn't see that part. Well, then what do you mean it was a like, fuck? You, you, you know as much as I know now. Like, shut the fuck up. Don't don't make shit up. It's telephone, so, telefan, uh, telefriend, telewrestler, telewrestling fan. Forget about it. <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't find anything definitive on. Um, I know that fucking about four hours later, fucking he, he put out a tweet that said, "Yeah, he tweeted." Yeah. So either him or someone with him. You know what I mean? It's fucking Sabu ran hard, man. And uh, you know, it's just life. I li- felt bad li- for life- Sabu. Should should he have run as hard as he did? Without the. Without that, he never got the accolades, never got the money he deserved, never got a spot somewhere, and almost killed himself for every promoter he worked for. At a certain point, you do you just go, well, "Fuck you, scaffold, what, what, barbed wire bat?" Fuck well, you. I think that's why fucking we're talking about Sabu right now, because I think everybody that fucking is has done anything in this business has nothing but. I would never say something. Uh, to dishonor him because he fucking he's a fucking he's a wrestler no of course but i'm he's saying a that fucking pro wrestler do you make sure i know a kevin nash isn't taking a barbed wire baseball bat for 450 dollars at a vfw but he did i know and, I, and to me it's just one of those things like you know it's like they used to always say that dusty was you know Q-U-E-E-R for the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the, the term they used back in the, in the day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like he just like he said he just, like he dug getting, getting that fucking color. Yeah. And he just, you know, every, you know what, man? There's a dude out there right now that somebody's shitting on and he's jerking off. Ain't my bag, but there's somebody out there. Maybe a baseball bat with Bob Warriors. You're fucking getting. I don't know. It ain't mine. But the Dusty example. I mean, Dusty was in positions where he was getting, you know, big money and I booking. Mean, get, get, would it ran out of forehead, so started gigging his arm. His arm. Fucking hell, man! Uh, now we all owe you money. Also, the the tournament is over. What a shit tournament as far as the results. Had some good games, but 
interesting interesting tournament absolutely explains why you don't fucking bet sports for a living correct i mean jesus unless you're shaving points unless you have somebody out there throwing a couple of yeah. errant passes trying to keep and the I, and score I think, a little tight. I, I, I think Ernie Cobb's playing days are over, so. <laughs> uh, For those of you that don't know Ernie, I'll save you the Google. He was a uh, Boston College point guard. That, that was, was the big Boston College scandal. We, and we actually, I, we actually played against Boston College in the Honolulu Rainbow Classic, and I think it was – it was either the end of 77 or the, be- or the beginning of 78, but it was the 77-78 season. Would it that have been would, one of those games? It, it was, well, it was, it was that season was, was the, you know, what he was being accused of. So, I think there were three of them, right? There ended up being three that were pulled into the uh, – Yeah, into I, 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 I wouldn't I – I, I would have remembered had Tennessee uh, been one. Right. After this, after this last uh, this last week of, of you know, because you know, you do have to realize that the KKK was was uh, born and, re- and 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 bred in Tennessee, and uh, the Hanging Tree Man that we we spoke about, and then of course um, this week's fucking just you know shenanigans mm-hmm. with the two black Republican or the. Black representatives, yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, I went to school there. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Fuck, man! No wonder those motherfuckers hated me. Was it your mom wanted you to go there? What was the deal again? It was she did. She wanted me to go, like like five hundred miles was my limit, and I think Knoxville from the south side of Detroit is like five fourteen. Plus, I got laid on my fucking trip. So, oh well, yeah, to a fucking hot piece of ass. So, what are you going to do? Hey, did the recruiters uh, set that up? Was that was that part of the deal? Uh, I didn't ask. Find a pro, give her a couple hundred. Shit, go make the big man sign. All yours, baby. Uh, and you know what? Back then, young man, eighteen years old, you. Probably would not have needed the blue chew, but let me tell you something. Shit, I'd I'd have went fucking two in easy. <laughs> two in. <laughs> Let's talk about sex for a minute here, guys. Remember the days you were always ready to go. Well, now you can increase performance and get that extra confidence back in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Say it with me, bluechew.com. One of our oldest and most loved sponsors, Blue Chew, is the unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead, be ready when the opportunity arises. I would love to be able to take something to, to keep me from going to the bathroom the last three days, something as reliable, something as, uh, as an aid to my days, but that's what Blue Chew is going to be for your sex life, guys, okay? So you pop one of these bed boys, you chew it, you're ready to go when the opportunity arises. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to go sign up at BlueChew.com and consult one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Best part, all done online. No doctor's office visits, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Um, Hey, listen, does it work? Do you think you need it? Are you not sure? We're going to give it to you for free for a month, all right? Try it. See what happens. 
chewable tablets. You can see there they have a mint one. Um, and here's how I want you to do this, okay? Um, we want to help you have better sex, so discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special option, special deal for our listeners. If you try it now, you use the promo code NASH, N-A-S-H, at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code NASH. Receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Bluechew for sponsoring the stiff one of the week. Now, while we're on basketball. Our, and they've been our, they've been our, 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 uh, our anchor, our advertising anchor since day one. Long and strong, just like they advertise. Fuck yeah, man. Thank you. Indeed. I love Love me some blue chew. So we're in the basketball vibe. So I remembered today when I got a call two hours ago that I had to write a show. And I was sitting <laughs> on the toilet after vomiting. And, um, and I remembered a, a great Larry. Uh, you know, Larry Bird is a notorious trash talker. And I was a very big Bird fan. And one of my favorite bird trash talk stories um sir charles tells um on this clip right here so let's see uh let's get a, give me a little bark I, I, I pray this is the bill hanslick one um i, I think it was bobby jones but it's, it'll he be doesn't the mention a name but i think it was bobby jones go ahead okay But Bird didn't talk trash to you, did he? Oh, my God. Bird talked trash to everybody. <laughs> but didn't he, did, did he get to a point where he had I, respect I, I, for I, you? I always tell this, people, this story about Larry Bird. I remember him, he was cursing under his breath. And I asked him, I said, Larry, what's going on with you? He says, you guys are being disrespectful to me. And I says, what are you talking about? He says, you guys are putting a white guy on me. <laughs> That's disrespectful. Wait, who's the white guy I, you put I, on I, him? I can't remember who it was. I just started laughing. I had no comeback. He says, he says, it's disrespectful when y'all put a white guy on me. And I'm sitting there like, I'm laughing in the middle of a game. He's- I had, had to be Bobby Jones with the Sixers, right? Yeah. So I saw a clip today, and I want to think Terrell Owens was in the panel, and they were talking about Bill Hanslick that played for Denver, that I actually played college ball against when he was at Notre Dame in the NCAA tournament. And I just had to drop that in there. And uh, <laughs> Smooth. As I fucking, as I rifle a couple of fouls off the side of Lambeer's head, true story. But um, so Bird is, you know, they put Hanslick on Bird and Bird comes down at the time, Doug Moe. Was the uh, Doug Moe was the fucking coach of the of the Nuggets, and he ran by and says, "Hey, hey Doug, you're fucking disrespecting me. Get that fucking white boy off me. <laughs> Get a brother on me." And, I mean, same fucking deal. Same Just thing. like fucking, yeah. do not fucking, unbelievably. Let's see, it says. Oh yeah, they're, they're uh, the, the guys on here are asking me if I can remember. Who oh, the guy, the guy from the, the, guy from the AW ponytail. I don't know that very. I, I might have had a British accent, or or maybe I'm making this up in my in my comp in my compromised state. There's so many fucking pro pro wrestlers right now, man. That's my just fever's breaking. I'm sweating like a whore in church. What you needed, you needed. See, but this is what you need to do. You need to get out of your comfort zone. Exactly. You're, you're falling in. You're falling into the fucking diarrhea funk. That's right. <laughs> and who would know better than you about that? Ugh. Um, I sat here that one time, man. It was just like 
I, I, I couldn't you wait. A bucket I, under you. You know, I couldn't wait. I was like, I, I said later on to you, I said, fuck, I wish I didn't know we had like a, a fucking, like we, we just started doing commercial breaks. We'd actually like stop the show and then drop the shit in because we'd gotten so many, you know, advertisers, our advertising had picked up. And I was just like, I had no idea that that envelope was going to open. And you said, okay, we'll drop them in. And I said, are we off right now? You're like, yeah. I said, fuck, I, I'm going to go. And I mean, it was just like, I, I, I think I was back quicker than I could have took a piss. Right. I mean, it was like, poof. Excellent. Yeah, that's a horrible fucking man. And then you, you end up fucking doing what I always do is then you, oh, oh, because constipation and diarrhea are, the, are like the same fucking thing. It's just one fucking, you're stuck. and The other one, you're fucking wide open. They're both horrible for your system. You've got something going on. Your body's trying to fucking eliminate it. And uh, then you fucking do the opposite and you take a modium. And the next thing you know, fucking, you can't fucking, you know, you can't shit for a fucking week. And you're all stopped up. Yeah, it's fucking, it's brutal. Well, after our uh, March Sadness tournament, uh, we're going to bring back Florida Man and Jersey Guy this week, okay? Uh, Two stories, two real stories. Uh, one attributable to a Jersey guy, one attributable to Florida man. First story, man sent rideshare to pick up a 14-year-old girl for sex. Okay? And second story, man pulls out machete after Barr refuses to let him sing another karaoke song. I'm going karaoke uh, Florida because of the machete, and I don't think fucking most... Uh pervs would know how to use a ride share up in, except for uh in jersey, up in jersey. Well, yeah, they, they all could up there kev keeping his uh, respectable record intact uh once again he's absolutely correct <laughs> um in new jersey in gloucester county a 27 year old um they always look like that don't they uh todd yeah. Todd Marenick of West Deptford arrested on March 16th after uh, emerging to meet a rideshare vehicle that he booked for a, a teen's pickup. And, uh, oops, you know, it's a cop. You know how that works. Um, and uh, Funny how that shit works out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's going to be going away for a while. And then down in, I think this might be uh, in Orlando. Let's see here for the uh, karaoke gimmick here. I would have let him sing another song just by the looks of it. See, I was, I was in my mind. I had Skinner, the, the wrestler. Yeah, I had the Steve fucking, Kern, like a like the fucking uh, a bearded guy with a fucking a hat on. I I did not I did not see this cat. You did not have a rapper in mind. No, this is Cape Canaveral, Florida. Um, he pulled out a machete after a uh, Brevard County bar. Um, denies his request to keep singing karaoke. I'd like he to had, know. He had one more little Wayne left in him. <laughs> I wonder what the, uh, yeah, I wonder what the songs were that he did before they asked him to leave. Very intoxicated state. I do see that. That's the whole fucking state of Florida on the weekend, motherfucker. <laughs> but, you know, let let it not be lost on anyone that he gets into a bar with a machete. With a machete. I mean, getting past the bouncer with a fake ID is... They say he hit it behind his 11 soft. I guess so. I can't prove that. I don't know. If the, if the rumors are true, he might be... Uh, might certainly be 
11 to 15 soft. Yeah. If you can't get that hard, what good is it? Right. Fucking, fucking definitely get a machete in a bar. Oh, well, good for you. Laid across the gimmick. <laughs> Just walking in tremendous. A sheath? What is that? What is that? What kind of sheath is that? Uh, let me see. They could have charged. They could have. I, I would have paid to go in and, and just see the the uh, hear the music and see the confrontation. And I would have bought my tickets for it on Game Time. Kev, Game Time oh. is one of our newest advertisers. I am on Game Time. Uh, way, to, way, to, way to slide it in there, Shano. Sliding it in. Yeah, I see what you're doing there. I'm a little fever. A little fever. So what we do is like you pick an event. Like I have my eye on the. Uh, the Bruce Springsteen show coming up on the 14th here in New Jersey. I, you know, I, it's one of those it's one of those like bucket list things. I live in New Jersey. I've never seen Bruce live. I feel like I have to give my card in. So I'm going to use Game Time to get me some tickets. And uh, the app is so simple and easy to use. Um, I am on it uh, now, and I'm flipping around. And you can see a map of the arena, Steve, if you want. I don't know how the resolution would be here if you want to go to this. So you get the actual arena, and you can see nice. all the amounts uh, of the seats. You just click on the one you want, and you make the purchase right there. Fast, easy, sports, music, concerts, uh, comedy, theater, uh, Broadway tickets um, in your city. You put in your city, and it brings up everything going on for the next few months. Just scroll through the events, um, hit the one you want, and uh, it will open the arena, and you choose your tickets. Um it is the place for last-minute tickets as well. You can you can open this. I looked just to test this when they were coming on board, and I downloaded it. Uh, Billy Joel was doing his uh, residency at the Garden. He plays like once a month there now. And uh, so it was that night, and it was like three or four hours away. And I brought up the app, and I looked, and they had great deals on like last-minute tickets, people looking to get rid of these. Nice. And they were coming down. So here's what you're going to do, okay? You're going to download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code CLICK for $20 off your first purchase, okay? Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code CLICK, K-L-I-Q, for $20 off. All right, download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you for coming aboard GameTime. You know, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit more savvy. Um, we spoke about me using the Uber app, so uh, don't think I'm not bringing that up. <laughs> so, I'm uh, today. I downloaded, or not today, but this week, I downloaded the uh, Airbnb app, and uh, I booked uh, an Airbnb in uh, Northern Detroit area. For I'm going to go up and see my sister and. Uh, we're gonna all have dinner on her 60th birthday, and then uh, I'm gonna spend Wednesday at my bro- my brother's. Just he finished a a lake house that he was building. I'm gonna go up and see my. I'll see him, of course, on on Tuesday at dinner. But we're gonna go see his his new crib and uh, hang out at the lake with him on Wednesday, and then Thursday I'm gonna drive to the Pittsburgh area and uh, see some. I want to see Max, who did the first. Uh, show after Tristan passed with me. Um, see, he was my I, secret hope. If you were going to do this from the road, the fact yeah. that you were going to see Max on Thursday was was kind it's, of my. Yeah, you know, and I and I felt so too. Except that, you know, <clears throat> if we were going to be in the hotel, but we couldn't get in that, we couldn't get the the two bedroom presidential. So it's just like if we can't get in the hotel, 
and they can't guarantee us adjoining rooms. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking, like, I'm not gonna get no sleep for three days being told I snore when I should have my own fucking room, which we always get, and we just, this for some reason it didn't happen, but we were able to find two two bedroom Airbnbs at, I mean, fucking, you're talking about a fraction of the cost. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I'm just like. Cover, I'm going to cover traveling with Nash today because um, these are real issues. You know, the snoring thing, if anybody listening has a spouse that snores or they snore and their spouse is subjected to it, it's a, this is a very touchy thing. Okay, because I, I was in that boat. I'd be awakened when we went on vacation with the comments from across the fucking room from either my daughter or my wife. My little one sleeps through anything, so that's fine. But And I couldn't help it. I can't help it. You're asleep. You can't. You don't even know you're snoring. You can't help it. I remember one year we were at the, at the Dolphin in, um, in Orlando, and it was like 4.30 or 5 in the morning, and I, I just, I'd been woken for the fourth time and told I was snoring. I don't know what you want me to do. I, I, I'm unconscious. This is, I took my computer. I, went, I sat in the lobby like a mental patient, and, and, <laughs> and I took my computer, and I wrote whatever book I was working on. I sat and wrote for three hours as they're loading, like, eggs into the fucking restaurant and everything. I woke up the rooster on my way down, and um, it's horrible to go through. But you know what my solution was? And you should consider this for two reasons. The sleep apnea mask. I've done it twice. I've tried it twice. And what? And fuck, man, it it, it, it strangles me. It fucking the the one gives me claustrophobia. The one with the two fucking prongs. After two fucking days, it felt like somebody had taken a electric fucking drill and drilled up my nose. It was so fucking sore. I was like, man, it's too tight. Then that's what she. They're very soft. They're very soft pillows. And you know what? It totally eliminated my snoring. And the second reason I'm bringing this up, not just because I'm an advocate for Tamara getting a good night's sleep on vacation. Um, I didn't know that... You want to see my fucking sorry ass carry that motherfucking I snore mask into the fucking hotel with me. It's a everywhere case. Come on. It's another... Yeah, not fun traveling with it. I I have to travel with it. It's another fucking thing. It'd be like sitting at the end of the fucking bed going... I'm taking the blue chew now, honey. I need this shit. Well, listen, if you it know, guarantees I, you and her works, a good night's I, sleep. Absolutely. The blue chew fucking, I, I know it, it works. And I know the sleep, you know. Fuck. You know, I didn't realize this, but my doctor, who I oh, went yeah. to for this, told me that Reggie White died, died of, yeah. of the cardiac arrhythmia. See, I, I'm, I'm going to go get my colon checked. And if the colon's fucking 100, if, the, if I check out and everything's cool with my colon, because I know my prostate's great, my blood work's fucking amazing, uh, my cardiac's good right now. So, I, like, the only thing I, 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 I'm just due to have my colon checked. So, if my colon uh, is cool, then I'm going to get the surgery and have the gimmick put in where you fucking wand it and it fucking puts you out. You know, it's like a sleep apnea. Fucking yeah, ins- it's, yeah. A, it's an implant. Yeah. So and this I'll, is I'll, more convenient to you than putting on a little tube across your nose like you're in the hospital and going to well, sleep. Well, uh, yeah, because I know that if it's inside me, I'll fucking use it. If it's sitting on a fucking table, 
It's like fuck that. It's like it's like giving a fucking fourteen year old a condom. Good luck. That's the logic of Kevin. I'm going to do a book. The logic of Kevin Nash with, with things like that. We can have a whole chapter of Scott isms. Like you have a fourteen year old a condom asking me to wear a fucking mask to bed. But it would eliminate your snoring. Tamara would get a night's sleep. But look into the implant. If the implant works, maybe I'll do that too. I don't enjoy having the mask on my face. No, it's like sucks. I don't look forward to it. I mean, I mean, nobody's more of an advocate than, than than Stone Cold. And he's like, "Goddamn, Kev, you gotta get on that motherfucker, man." Night and day. But my whole thing is, fuck, I rim sleep all night long. I think I I might snore. I don't wake up tired. I don't fucking knock out during the day. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just fucking maybe maybe I'm just a leaf blower. So so Steve uses it. Yeah, yeah, well, he's right. It's a, so now, what does the setup have to be? You're going away, right? You're going away yeah. on a vacation, and the discussion has to happen, right? Like, what are we going to do about the rooms, yep. Kevin? Because I can't listen to you, or the fucking wood chipper, on the other side of the room. So, what do you do? We always get we get adjoining rooms. And then. Her and T would stay, like, I'd get a, a king size, then two doubles. Mm-hmm. And K- king, T and his mom would sleep in, in one room, and then I would sleep in the, on the, in the king. And, you know, during the daytime, we'd have the doors open. We'd all, all hang out. Usually the king had a better, you know, uh, couch like situation, so we'd all sit in there and watch TV and shit. And then, you know, it was time to go to bed. Sometimes T would stay in with me and watch TV, and then when it was time for him to crash, when he'd had enough, he'd he'd powder and go, you know, open the. Open, open. We'd always leave uh, that door uh, cracked until it was time for him to go to bed, and he would shut it just to knock what uh, other noise he could out. But in the event that you can't get a suite, well, you're fucked. You download the Airbnb, don't you? That's what I did. I couldn't get the suite, so I, I downloaded it. I found and it. Took, it wasn't fucking, I mean, I'm very particular. Like, if, if it's not fucking someplace I would live for a month, I'm not staying there for a night. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, when they picked my Airbnb for dog, it's just like, it was chill architecturally. The furnishings, the furnishings were very much me. Everything was about was about me except one side of the entire Airbnb, and it was a one bedroom, were gla- glass sliding doors with no fucking window treatments. So when you turn your lights on at night, fucking are the t- are the just the TV the fucking TV? It's like every movement that you do, and there's th- four other units. In this fucking complex. And two of them fucking could look right into my place. Mm. So I got to go fucking Howard Hughes and go up to the uh, store and buy these black. I put a duct tape. They came the the next time they came to bring me a script uh, deal. And everybody was fucking tested all the time. So the person actually was going to like look at the fucking place because I, I wasn't happy with it and they fucking like realized like oh my god like this fucking man is taped where there's there's no fucking light at all in here but as you took a shit there was a fucking 
a window bigger than this fucking painting behind me. And it, it for foliage, it had a fucking prickly pear cactus. All right? So I'm like, all right, well, you can't probably see through that fucking cactus. But I said, you know what? I said, fuck that. I said, I'm going to go out and, and walk around the, the side of the house. <clears throat> Shit. There was a fucking like three and a half foot gap between the wall and this fucking cactus. Somebody could have stood right back there and just jerked off looking at me. And then the next day I'm in the shower. Everyone would want to do, obviously. Exactly. The next day I'm I'm taking a shower. I look over and I I see this fucking guy uh, doing lawn service, like up the street. I'm like, well, if I can see him, that motherfucker can see me. This ain't no fucking trick glass or shit. I'm like, motherfucker. So I had to do that. It was like, what a fuck. I couldn't wait to get the fuck out of that place. I more think of like, how do I know that they haven't outfitted this house with a bunch of gimmick cameras everywhere and like, you know, trying to get pictures of your hog or, or, or whatever. And like, how do you, how do you know? How do you, how do you, how do you know that this person. I don't give, I don't give a fuck if they're fucking, if, if they're being perv about it. To that degree, and they want to see my, me fucking pull on my shit that bad because I'm if I'm there for fucking a week, I f- just for prostate health, health alone, I'm fucking ripping one off. But uh... you need to do twenty two <laughs> a month, they say. I saw a, a, a study on that recently. Twenty two loads a month to keep yourself healthy. I don't have that much. I don't have that much real estate in my brain to come up with fucking shit to come to cast to cast yeah. that many episodes. Fuck, no man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like fucking, I'm like an HBO. I do eight fucking, eight, eight, eight episodes. Eight episodes and, I, and you're done. See, see you in 18 months. <laughs> but like, oh, what God. about your wife or you know, like my kids? Like I would be, I would, I would be thinking about that all the time. Like I'd be, like, how do I know this TV isn't like a two way stupid deal? That's, yeah, you know, it's our world's so fucked up. It's just like if they want to get, I'm I'm quite sure that uh, half the time you're on your phone, there's somebody fucking watching you. Well, they're listening so. for sure. I mean, that's been, I mean, there's no controversy about that at all. You talk about something today, it's going to pop up on your feed tomorrow. There's only one. Well, way I remember one time happen. we Tamara Tam and I were talking about getting a new television, and we're sitting there watching TV on a smart television, and we both get. Uh, Best Buy emails that evening for television fucking sales. Exactly. I'm like, get the fuck out. I'm like, really? Your phone like, is listening at all times unless it's and, off. And so is your fucking te- so is your television. So is your fucking neighbor probably. He's got shit drilled in the side of your house, motherfuckers. There was a documentary on Netflix a few years ago based on a book by Gay Talese called voyeur i think it was called voyeur uh, didn't he write, uh, write love thy neighbor yes but he uh this was about a guy who outfitted his motel to where he could he would go it was like a a pitched roof down the whole hotel so over the rooms he would go up into that crawl it wasn't even a crawl space it was big enough you could stand i think but anyway he could go through and he could look through the vents I, that's great, but is it really the view you want? Like, I don't ever look at porn through a fucking vent. It was just the excitement <laughs> of, I think it was just yeah. the excitement of violating. 
I, I think, but I think that's part of the. Like I said, that's there's a guy that's getting shit on right now, and he's fucking getting off to that. Right. Exactly. I just everybody's got their fucking kink. Hey guys, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Need to call a timeout real quick here. I wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my world listeners for a while now. It's about all the incredible things happening over on AdFreeShows.com. Jim Johnston created the soundtrack for generations of WWE fans with some of the most iconic themes in history. Jim sits down with Conrad to take us behind some of those classic themes, including The Ultimate Warrior. And then I recorded that. And then just over that, you're just doing... You know, it's so simple, but that's what felt like him. Plus, an all-new edition of The Book is here as David Crockett takes us page by page, gate by gate, through the JCP booking logs of April 1985. On Sunday, April 14th, you start the day with a 2 p.m. show in Richmond, Virginia, 43 grand. An hour later, Asheville, North Carolina kicks off, and it's another 63-63. But then that night, you guys all cruise to Atlanta, Thirty-one thousand dollars at the gate. Talk about a banner day for Jim Crockett Promotions. This is hard to beat, man. Hey, that's just a small taste of what AdFree Shows has waiting for you, including a brand new perk: getting to join in on the live recordings of the shows with four levels to choose from. See for yourself why AdFree Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. That's right. Sign up today at adfreeshows.com. Everybody's got their fucking... That's why, like, it really fucking upsets me when we decide and, and determine, like, this whole thing with somebody that's not even in the Supreme Court, some judge making a national fucking ban on the abortion pill. And it's just like... And even though they said that this could take months or even years to go through the fucking system, it's just the fact that somebody is, and, and, and the reason they're saying is it's unsafe. So a judge now has jurisdiction over what the FDA approves. Over medicine. And yeah. Right. <clears throat> like, what the fuck? Which could be, of course it's not, but could be politically motivated. You know, polit- political medicine. You think? Yeah. I'll tell you, we're an hour in, and I haven't shit my pants yet. This is this is tremendous. This is good. I might be on the other side of this. I think this is going to do it. This will be this will be known as fucking diarrhea gate. Shit, this. Um, <clears throat> but I want to steer back to um, traveling with Nash. Um, what about um, uh, air air travel when you go? Is uh. You, I, you're in the air all the time, obviously, with with your uh, with your appearances. But now, when Tamara has to go with you, she, uh, you're in first class, so there's sufficient room for both of you, right? So there's no issue yeah. with you two flying. No, I. So my my seat of choice is two C. Second, my second choice is three C. So, um, which is aisle aisle, Delta, aisle second Delta. or third row. And on the right-hand side, okay. I always put my briefcase across from me. So I put my briefcase above 2B. Mm-hmm. So that way, when you get up, 
because you're going to outquick everybody to the fucking bathroom area. Just reach across. You yep. reach across. You don't lose that fucking pivot. You're able to turn, block out, grab your fucking briefcase, take one long fucking step, and usually the people in front of you are old enough where they fucking get that inertia feel coming at them, and they don't go for the overheads. They let you go by, both saying at the same time in their heads, the fuck, man, the jet port isn't even here yet. What the fuck's the hurry, you fucking dumb fuck? But me saying... Because you're not my height, and see, like, right now, I have to fucking bend my head or hope I've got that little niche in the fucking uh, ceiling before you get out so I can stand up straight Mm. because I've been fucking stuck in a sarcophagus for the last fucking four hours. (coughs) How do you go overseas? How do you take a fucking six-hour flight? Let me tell you, Mr. Oliver. Thank God for the gimmick. Right, I guess. Or the Xanax, baby. But just physically. I mean, the Xanax. But just physically being in the fucking seat for six, eight hours. Oh, my flew to Italy. It was nine fucking hours. I wanted to kill somebody by the seventh Oh, hour. fuck, man. I, when I flew to China, I don't even know how fucking long that was. Oh. Jeez, like fucking 16. I've flown a couple of the, all the times. We, we ran Australia a lot. Fucking, even fucking, you know. Twice a year you run Australia, man. That's a fucking, that's a trip. Mm. Especially if you're not breaking it up with fucking a shot in Japan or, yeah, just fucking boom, boom. You know, (laughs) come back from, come back from fucking, fly out of Melbourne into fucking Seattle and do a raw. Bang. Eat that. Mm. That's true. Then you got to perform. I mean, the the flying 15 hours is one thing. Now it's just, you know what, though? I I was talking to to Warlord. At this last signing. And um, last time he and I really like, got to hang out was we did a tour together over in uh, South Africa. Andrew Martin Tess was on that. Kevin Thorne was on that. Disco was on that. Robbie and Scotty Steiner. Warlord Barbarian. Did Rick question your uh, sexuality at all to, on the trip? I'm not bringing up fucking... Did he holler any epithets at you? No. He's always been good to me. Look at you baby facing the situation. I mean, I, I, I wasn't... I haven't heard anybody really tell me what happened. Well, and... he kind of told you when you talked to him, right? No, he just said that, she, that, per, that the person kept coming by, coming by, coming by, coming by. And they, they stood like in front of their table. Imagine that. We're walking around a room. I'm not, I'm not saying anybody's wrong or right. It's just that. You don't have to. I'll say it. He was wrong. So go okay. ahead. Continue. It's not my job to judge. We do a good job of it for two hours every week. I mean, I feel I feel bad. You know, I, 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 I would. He was wrong. Okay. I mean, there's no doubt about it. It's just it, 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 it actually saddens me. It saddens me that some people just fucking. You know, yeah, they're just on a different wavelength. Yeah, and they, they, he didn't realize until it was done that it wasn't fucking nineteen fucking ninety three anymore. You know, yeah, it's it's just it doesn't make him like you know it doesn't make him a fucking idiot. It just 
a lot of people got sucked into a lot of uh, the QAnon and all these other things. It's just like, you know, it, there's some fucking brilliant people that fucking bought into that fucking shit. So for me to judge, like, everybody knows my stance. My stance is fucking, I've, I've talked about it tonight. There's somebody that, that, that this will be the third time. Somebody fucking's jerking off getting shit on. So, who would have thought that was going to be the main topic this week? That's what it is. Two hours ago. But I, I did want to tell you this: is you should have eaten some corn today, so you can see fucking how, how your pass rate is. You can fucking time that shit. But interesting, because <laughs> nobody eats corn anymore. But uh, no, it's just that that's why. Like, I don't have a problem with anybody's like sexual preferences, or I just everybody get number one. Everybody's going to get off. Everybody needs to get off. Um, I just don't, I, I, I go with legalities. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in, in fucking, uh, any kind of pedophilia, any right, kind of fucking, of course. anything with underage fucking people, uh, people that are fucking, uh, mentally, uh, spe- special needs people that you fucking, that are sexually abused. Uh, I don't give a fuck if they're 30. I mean, it just, anybody that's defenseless, uh, it's fucked up. Um, but at the same time, it's just like. I'm so tired. Like I was thinking about it the other day. Um, sometimes I think we're, we're we're all just so fucking programmed and have been like the last. And I'm going to go back to when Obama was put in because that was that was a turning point for this country. Because all of a sudden, man, there was a lot of motherfuckers that were like, "What? Like, there's a black man that's president of the United States? I've been the fuck asleep." Let me fucking wake up. I've got to build a cross to burn. So there's a lot of people, man, that fucking, that this shit's been going on. And I think as a country, man, we spend more time being divisive. And if, if we spent just three minutes a day, each person out there spent three minutes a day of fucking actually consciously trying to be less divisive in a situation where we can be divisive, and we did that on a daily basis, everybody, I just think the world would be a little bit, 10% better place by the time fucking the temperature on Earth's 170. You know, it doesn't have to be for everybody. I understand it's hard for some folks with a much more uh, traditional mindset about gender and uh, those similar issues to accept some of this. You know, a lot but of people, when it crosses into hate speech, yeah, that becomes a different ballgame. So I don't expect everybody to be on board with, me, with everything. I'm a realist. But um, we've be, we've uh, those people have been given implicit permission by people in power to ridicule and to uh, to hate people that are different than them. To, and now it, it, it gets a legislative slant. So that's the next uh, weaponizing of such hate. Well, let's get it could put you imagine, laws. Could you imagine being a, a 12-year-old young black black man? And God, I'd have fucking, I'd have such a rope. And, and you, you watch what fucking, you know, what just went down in Tennessee... And it's just like, 
it's 1966 again, man. With the removal what? of the two representatives, you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, just everything. It's like... I don't know how it's getting better, to be honest with you. I just feel like we're 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 on a we're on a track, and it's there's like no breaks. You know, it really threw me off when I found out that Norman Rockwell was gay. I didn't even know he was. No, <clears throat> I, I made that up. I just thought that'd be fucking. Oh, all right. start some shit. You know, with the whole fucking uh, that that being you know, the the, the Boy Scout uh, thing, yeah, and the, fucking yeah. Thanksgiving, wholesome. Mr. Americana. Guess that one guess that one landed in the fucking sand. Much like much like the fucking the absolute surprise that Tiger Woods is fucking leaving the Masters. Jesus, the guy was crippled after the first round. If anybody's ever had plantar's fascia before you don't fucking you don't Yeah, what is it? I, I read the it, article. Oh I, fuck, man. It's 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 like putting your fucking arch in molten lava. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And it's like, so I, I went, I took T and uh, Tamara to, uh, to, to see David in Florence. And, uh, you know, Florence is all cobblestone. I wore these things called Keens. They're kind of, uh, they're a sandal, but they, like, they don't, that your toes aren't exposed and you got some, they've got some support and shit. Like they're, they're good to travel in. You know, I'll definitely bring a, a, a pair of, of, of them up to uh, Detroit and, and cause the weather, Dom, correct me. The weather's going to be pretty nice this week up, up, up North. Correct. So, uh, where was I going? To the bathroom. No, I know, I'm going to the bathroom. I lost my tracks. So. Well, I was asking you about the tiger, uh, the and you were talking about. I'm assuming you're going to how when you were walking on the cobblestone in Florence with those. Oh yeah, so specific and, and, shoes. And I mean, Jesus. So the next day, I, I, it's Adam Rodriguez's uh, wedding, and I get up and I take a couple of steps. We're staying in this old mission that was a, a, like a winery mission. This thing was like built in the 1600s gorgeous fucking piece of property granite fucking carved swimming pool mm. and behind it was just grape orchards as far as you could see the fucking tuscan hills and uh one of the best trips that, that tamra tris and i ever took so thank you adam for that adam grace um but it's just like the next day i got up and i i, I had insoles in, in my, my dress shoes, and I'm like, fuck. And I, I took a couple of steps. I'm like, holy fuck. And so I went down and talked to one of the guys I knew that fucking had some weed from the night before. And I said, I said man, I said, I, can I get some guy, you know, can I get high? And he's like, sure. So we got high. And all that did was make my fucking, my, my brain go, man, you're our church. Then you're our church? Huh? Hyper-focusing on it. Yeah. Yeah. Th- thinking about your arch at all? I was like, oh, fuck, that fucking worked. So, oh, man, it was just fucking So that's so, what it is. It's an inflammation yeah. of the arch. But yeah. I, that and the fact that like, as, as they went over the uh, the description of Tiger's last, you know, I guess he won it in, in 2019 or whenever it was, you know, when he, he won the Masters last I, I I'm not a big golf guy. Um, but I'm a Tiger fan. 
Mm-hmm. And um, he uh, then they show the fucking the, the the Genesis, you know, shredded that he fucking crashed. And then they show him limping on the golf course. You're like, gee, I'm sure it's just plantar fascia. Not the fact that he almost lost his fucking leg two years ago. Well, it's, is it not related to the accident? Absolutely, man. He's, oh, all right. Yeah. There's, there's no fucking way, man, that you fucking take... The, and the thing is, Tiger's 40 fucking eight. Oh, I mean, if, if you watch him when he was fucking young, man, the amount of torque in his fucking swing... Mm. Because he wasn't, he's not, he, I mean, he was He was always fucking much stouter than you thought he was. Like, I saw him at fucking, uh, at a Gold's Gym off Turkey Lake. And uh, he was, he, he was a, a much bigger human than I thought he was. I mean, he was in no way, you know, I go, oh, fuck, Jabbar. Uh, but, I mean, he was a bigger guy than I thought. And it's just like, the, the amount of power that he fucking had, you know, and so his back was the first thing to go, mm. and then fucking then then you know if your back goes, then fucking it's going to be your hip or your or that fucking that trail leg that you drive off of. Then you get in a fucking wreck, fuck up everything, including almost lose a leg. And I'm pretty sure that the leg he fucked up is the is his fucking because he's right handed. That's his fucking that's his you know that's his that's his back foot man. That's where your drive and shit comes from. So as soon as that fucked up. And that heel got fucked up. I think he fucked his heel up on that fucking bunker shot. I didn't uh, see. He shot a. He had a bunker shot, and he kind of like gingerly skipped out of it to the right. Oh, crawling out of the bunker, you mean? Yeah, I mean he. You know, he he hit the. He was on the edge. He was probably maybe eight eight ten inches into the fucking in, into the sand. So he had a foot up on the grass, and he had his hit his rear his rear mm. right foot was in the bunker and when he right. pivoted through out of it he, it was weird he made like a really weird like i the minute i saw it i said fuck that that that's he's fucked up mm. and lo and behold fucking he didn't you know he didn't didn't end up finishing but i think that was the fucking if i had to you know pick one thing because i mean i've had enough fucking injuries to know man it's just that fucking little tiny thing that you do to fucking think you're stopping yourself from getting hurt to really fucking yourself up. Right. So. Kevin, you, do you know how many recurring subscriptions you currently have? I'm going to guess that you don't. You know why? Because 80% of people don't realize they have subscriptions that they probably forgot about, that they're paying. I actually on. do know now because I fucking subscribed to this. Because you got they rocket fu- money. And they fucking, they told me, Fucking, you've got two ESPN pluses. <laughs> Did you I, really? Oh, fuck. I mean, I'm, I'm taking this vacation on what I'm saving monthly. <laughs> fuck. Very good. Rocket money, everybody. Just like Kevin did, he put his information in, and bang, he saw that he was paying for duplicate ESPN subscriptions. And You're you, all getting hosed. I you're promise you. are all getting hosed on something. <laughs> and... Um, you know, 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, and chances are you are one of them, okay? It might be a Stars app that you signed up for just to watch one show, forgot to cancel it, right? Or maybe a free uh, trial on a gaming website or a Hulu. computer site, Hulu, <laughs> any of those, sure. 
And uh, it just keeps recurring. You don't even realize you're being charged. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, and they're saving an average of $720 a year. Okay? So stop throwing away money, people. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Share your stories with us, too, on social. Tell us what you are subscribing to, what Rocket Money has gone through and weeded out. Here's how it works. Okay? You can see some of the images on the apps there. And if you're listening, I will describe it to you. You put in your information and it is going to tell you everything you have recurring subscriptions for. You want to cancel something? It's as easy as tapping a button. They do it for you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place, folks. Um, Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions. Manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Nash. That's rocketmoney.com slash Nash. And uh, let us know how much you saved with Rocket Money. Which many people also are by tweeting hashtag AskNash. Okay, and that's how you can get access to Kevin every week. Hashtag AskNash like Dan Updike who says, what were both of your thoughts on Cody Roman? Granted, I've never booked or laced a pair of boots, but I don't see Cody being more white hot than he was or the reasoning to him winning anywhere but Mania. Is this bad booking? I think you touched on this last yeah, week when say, you said the build. Go ahead. Yeah, I just think that, you know, that close to a 1,000, you have to, you know, it'd be like fucking, you know, if Ripken fucking had turf toe and would have fucking just taken a day off like you know there's a there's there's certain milestones it's like right now he's too close to a thousand and when you're making it, you're only going to be as is uh successful as your fucking top guy and roman's the top guy right now roman has the cool factor roman's your money guy and it's just you know they did it with me and Brett. We've went over this, and they didn't. You know, if I would have beaten Brett out of the shoot, I think absolutely Diesel's fucking has a much better fucking run. But the fact that they wouldn't commit and, and put the fucking uh, eggs in the basket on Easter Day, um, I think that it fucking uh, it, it hurt me, and I think that. They just weren't. They did. They weren't ready to make that commitment. Things that went too well. They. They. I mean, if it gets to nine ninety nine, and Cody goes over, some screwy match where he runs and cashes in the money in the bank, something, rolls him up nine ninety nine. Does that set up the hottest feud because it it prevented him from getting to a thousand? No, because it never made a thousand a benchmark. It's never a thing, right? It's just yeah, a... it's, it's just to me, it's like it's so much easier for me to say, "Fuck, I'm the I'm the, the uh, winning this champion of the '90s with 356, uh, 358." Like you know, just to be able to say, "Fucking dude, I had the fucking strap for over a thousand fucking days." Right. Like if it's a thousand and three, it's still over a thousand days, and it's going to be a long fucking time that somebody fucking says that again on that TV. So, 
Very good. Steve-O, hey guys, can you do a watch-along for that Action Zone match, Diesel and HBK versus Razor and Kid? That match holds up in any era. It's, it's me and Shawn Michaels. Yes, versus Razor and Kid, right? Yeah. 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 That was the first Action Zone match they ever uh, taped. And we went out, we did that in White Plains. Uh, we went out and fucking absolutely rocked it. They did. I fucking sold on the apron the whole match. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they rocked it. And uh, we got done and Pat Patterson came downstairs, you know, and we were fucking all putting each other over in this little locker room. And uh, fucking Pat said, get them right. You fucking guys, you kill it tonight. You fucking there. The timing there, everything there. You got take the fucking night off. Vince, fucking Vince, Caesar says take the fucking night off. We're just like, what? You're done for the night. We, we were like opening fucking match, man. That's where the people were hot. We were like the opening fucking gimmick, man. They just were going to shoot this action zone match. We went out there fucking lit it the fuck up and got to go home. It was just like. Oh, fuck, man. Like, we get to go to the diner and actually, like, be like normal people tonight. The civilized time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have drinks, like, gentlemen, you know, have some some actual drinks, not fucking, you know, slugging beers on our way to Denny's. Right. Chris Gotti, 1985. It would be great to hear from Kevin what the WWE plans for his feud with Kane in 2002 were going to be and Kev's thoughts on it. Uh, would would have been great to see those two in a match at the time. I don't know if we were ever going that way. I mean, you would think if they were going to, we would have. I would, it would have been out of the shoot. Would have had a match, and I would have went to Mania with him, hmm. and Scott with with Austin. So, I don't. I don't think they really had. Any, we did a couple of tags. I actually um, tore my bicep in a, in a tag match with Hogan and Kane. Fucking uh, Terry turned and fucking I was I went to short arm clothesline him and I just fucking caught a little bit of his chin with my bicep and it tore the mm. tore a piece of the tendon. So they would have told you if you were going to have a program any, anything long term yeah, they would I, tell you about. Obviously. Yeah, I, I, I never heard shit. I, I, and I'm sure Glenn was the same way. I don't think I don't think that they that Glenn would say no. Fuck yeah, we had, they had plans for us. Cindy, I don't think I've ever heard Kevin talk about the height of anyone else in his family. Was Bob really tall? Any siblings? They went down 6'4", 6'5". My sister's 6'3". Uh, my brother's normal size, 6'6", six, six, six foot, 6'1". Six, um, my mom was 5'5", five, 5'4". Five, five, so my you were by was... far the tallest one in your family. Yeah. You see the fucking 6'10", fucker stands out. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> were, were, um, were your siblings athletes too? Was your sister an athlete? Or? My, my, yeah, my sister was a really good basketball player. My sister was a, like uh, she started as a freshman, like I did. But I think her opening game was like twenty three points and nineteen rebounds. Holy shit! As a varsity, you know, on a women's team, six three for for a women's team. That's that's good. Was she especially a that also? especially that era? Yeah. Uh, Mark Caps. She had a, she had a nice. She she was the opposite of me. She had a, a nice touch. She could shoot it. What were you just? Uh, what was your strength? Rebounding or or? Uh... 
just, just posting. I, a, I, I just think playing tough, just tough, just being the guy out there that's fucking, you know, running into fucking people and, and, and making them aware of the fact that you're fucking, you're in a, a competitive contest. And you're not fucking dancing. How are you from the stripe? Are you like Chris Dudley Shaq, sixty uh, percent area there? Or high, high school fucking seventies. Uh, okay. Fucking Europe seventies. College like forty nine point eight. Right. Don't know what the fuck. Granted, fucking, I was lifting weights like a motherfucker through college, but that changes your stroke, though. I'm sure it does, but at the same time, I mean, fucking as many as. We had a guy on our team, uh, he he does the color now, Burt Bertelkamp. He just actually had his birthday the other day. And uh, one of the guys, Johnny Darden, is, it was our our uh, was our point guard and our captain. And then DeVoe came in and fucked with him on his senior year and, and brought him in off the bench. But uh, when we were, uh, when I was a freshman, we were out in Scottsdale, Arizona. We were staying at the uh, Desert Shadows or something like that. It was, a, I think it was a Marriott. It was a resort, and we were all out. The whole team was out by the fucking pool, and we were just getting some sun and shit, and uh, we looked at the bottom of the fucking deep end, and Johnny was was laying face down, and the deep end's like fucking like 16 feet in this pool, and we're like, fuck it, man. Look at this motherfucking JD fucking showing off, and then it gets to the point where it's like 20 seconds, and it's like, fuck that. So uh, there was a guy from Baxley, Georgia, a black dude named uh, James Merriweather. Fucking dude was built like fucking Tarzan. And um, great athlete. And he fucking went down. And I went down with him, but I fucking, you know, I'm, a, I'm a horrible swimmer. The fucking Mayweather grabbed him and fucking picked, picked, in one motion went down, grabbed him like a fucking, like a dolphin. And threw his ass over the fucking on, on the side of the pool, and there was a lady there, and she was a fucking nurse or something, and she fucking she pointed at me, she says you, and she just basically told me what I needed to do, and I was fucking trying, I was pushing his gut and trying to get him to breathe, and all of a sudden he fucking threw up in my mouth, and she she just said you know keep going, keep going, I just all of a sudden fucking Johnny fucking coughs up this big fucking thing of water, and he looks he's looking around, he's going what happened? What happened? Yeah, we're like, you're cool, man. You're cool. You know, you, you, you're all right. And Johnny couldn't play, of course. And we, we played San Francisco, who was undefeated uh, the year before going into the tournament, like 33-0. and 0, But the only, only, only person they lost was Cartwright. The rest of their fucking team came back. Hardy, all those fuckers came back. And we were playing them in the uh, Sun, the Sun Devil Classic out in uh, in uh, Scottsdale. I mean, sorry, Tempe. And uh, no, it was like so. Like Johnny and I have always stayed close because you know we have that deal. We're fucking you know if I don't fucking save him, you know Johnny doesn't get a chance to fucking stay in touch with me. Well, who who cares that you're shooting forty nine point five? You saved somebody's life on the team. I mean, that's but you know I'd rather have that. Yeah, I mean, uh, but fucking, so uh, Bert, Bert was fucking, he and I would stay after practice. He was a, a, a local kid from, uh, got Bearden. He went to Bearden High School uh, out, I guess, you know, out, out towards the west end of, of town. 
And back then, Beard was kind of like the, you know, now it's like Farragut's the, the area, like going out, you know, west is the nicer area. But back then, Beard, and, and Beard is still a great area in, in Knoxville. It's just older. And, uh, but Bert was a hell of a shooter. And Bert would shoot, and we, I would rebound for him, and then he would rebound for me, and I would just shoot, you know, baseline jump shots, you know, like 12, you know, 12 16 foot jump shots, shoot from the, the elbows. And then um, I would, we would shoot, you know, take turns shooting fucking free throws. And we do tens, you know. And some nights I'd fucking be horrible. Some nights I'd be, I was just fucking, but it wasn't like I didn't put time in. It wasn't like I, I didn't fucking know that it was a fucking incredible weakness. And a lot of times got me pulled out of games. You know, when you're in a fucking bonus and it's a close game. Oh, yeah, they're going to foul you. Yeah, they're going to foul you. And then you're, if you even if you hit, you know. Thank God there wasn't the three-point shot back then. Oh, right. You know, so now everything's a bucket. So if you're getting fouled and you're hitting one, you're coming back back, back down the other end, they're getting two. They're making up a point. You know, fuck it, with that three-point, they're making up a bucket. So your ass has got to sit the fuck down. Right. So, I mean, I, I probably could have averaged nine, you know, nine points a game and probably eight rebounds, nine rebounds with more fucking playing time and the ability to just fucking stroke because I think one year I averaged almost six points a game, shooting forty percent for the line. And it wasn't like that was an option. Everything I got was garbage and foul shots. So, mm. gotcha. Mark Caps, what memories do you have of the Joe Lewis Arena, whether from wrestling, hockey, basketball, etc.? Oh, I mean, just fucking. I mean, just Detroit. I mean, that's just it was so fucking Detroit. And the the one thing that stayed strong when the city really fucking crumbled were the wings. And you always were fucking proud of the wings, no matter what. Like, the fucking, you know, the wings Did were... Did the fucking, squid start there? On the they ice? say that, you know. I feel like it did. I, I just, you know, the, the fact that it was, a, I mean, I, just an original six fucking team and just, you know... We talked a little bit about hockey. I think hockey's really going to be interesting this fucking year. And the NBA, uh, uh, I think that play-in was genius to fucking take, you know, and and play in these teams. Right, to to get in. Yeah, yeah, six through ten. My Lakers won today. They beat the Jazz. That made me fucking happy. I've always said hockey's the best sport to see live. Oh, absolutely. Total sensory experience, the hearing the boards and if you can get lucky enough to get tickets down hockey or having somebody shit on you that's yeah that's you know but like we said it's not everybody's bag some people would rather go throw a squid on the ice i'm 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 telling you right now i'm fucking i'm going back to it every chance i get (laughs) when i had those devil seasons man i would get like on the corner second third row in the corner and just the speed of the uh, and that's a sport i do not know how they do that every night Skating I, is hard enough. Skating while yeah, someone's punching you in the head for an hour. Just skating, but skating fucking, skating backwards, fucking at that speed. <clears throat> I mean, it's just, and with the awareness and fucking trying to poke check the fucking guy coming down the middle of the ice, it's just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, it's amazing. Great sport. It's a great sport. It's To me, I mean, if you like basketball and you don't like hockey, it's just because you don't watch hockey. Correct. You know, it's like hockey's like fucking, like hockey's. The only thing that, 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 I mean, it's like 
there's those fucking people that say, oh, I only watch NASCAR for the wrecks. I'm like, well, you're a dick. But it, there is one good thing that, about hockey that, that, that you know, na- name a great uh, basketball fight and then name a, a great fucking hockey fight rivalry, you know? You mean tonight? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, you know, like, There's seven tonight. Yeah, but you know, like fucking when when, when the Wings had Probert, man. Oh, Bob Probert was ridiculous. And then they fucking that, that fucking Tomei guy, whatever, for, up in fucking Toronto. Ty Domi. Yeah, Ty Domi. Tomi. What what worker is he friendly with? Fl- Rick, right? Is yeah, he friendly I would have, with Rick. Steve, I would have, I would, I would I would imagine that fucking he's, that Rick would be. Because Rick, I mean, Rick's a fucking. Rick's like one of the few wrestling guys that like loves sports. Jarrett loves sports. Right. Tony Kearns. Hi, Kevin and Sean. As an 80s kid, of course I dreamt of being a WWF superstar. As I grew up, I don't, I don't think that automatically, like I never dreamt of being a WWF superstar. I would have been a good manager, but I don't think I would have, I, I ever wanted to be in the ring. But I guess he did. He's a big guy, Tony Kearns, I suppose. As I grew up, my OCD and anxiety diagnosis made me feel like I wouldn't be able to handle the light. How was mental health and illness looked at by the locker room in your day? Made for an interesting promo, probably. I mean, as a, as a member of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, I mean, it wasn't like fucking everybody was, was fucking playing with a full deck. I was going to say. that that Jesus. I mean, that's almost a prerequisite. People used to ask me, how'd you break into fucking wrestling? And I should say, I took another a number two pencil. I sharpened it as sharp as I could. I stuck it in one ear and pushed it. It went out the other. I said, "Fuck it, I'm ready to be a wrestler." Exactly. Like fuck. Yeah, Tony. I think you would have been just fine there, dude. Uh, in, in my in my stonage, I forgot to finish the story on Warlord. But so we were talking, uh, and like he's you know he's so beat the fuck up. You know, most of it's just from fucking training, so fucking heavy to keep all that size on. And uh, both of us were just like selling. It was cold as fucking Indiana, man. And we were just selling how how, how beat up we were. And he's, I want to think he's 62 now, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think he's just a little bit younger than me. But like we, we both just, and all of us look at each other with that with that same, because we all know how much pain we're in. All wrestlers look like, if you fucking asked them, hey, which way, which way's left? They'd all go. Like nobody has, like nobody has, like the ability to fucking. And it's just like the only way you keep the ability to move your arms is move your arms, and it hurts like fuck in the morning, man. When I stretch on the banister, I take, take I hold the, the banister, and I'll take like two or three steps down into the into the living area, mm-hmm. and man, it's just like. Fuck! I'm dropping out of the masters. There was a uh, there was a great book called Dark Side of the Game by uh, the football player uh, Tim Green, and it was just about it wasn't about his life. It was just about the things about being a professional athlete, specifically a professional NFL player, stuff that the average person wouldn't realize. And it was fascinating to me to read, like, like he would talk about, like, he's like, when you come up and shake my hand, grab it lightly. Like, people, I guess, to because yeah, they assume they're shaking a football player's hand and they go hard. He said, our hands 
get banged to shit on helmets and pads all week long. He said, we are constantly, our hands are constantly in pain. So that was one of the cool things in that book. But yeah, like just the the day-to-day pain. He talked about the most dangerous, dangerous play in football is a kickoff. He said it is literally like being on a freeway running against traffic. All right, what more can be said? I, I survived yet another show. Taxed, taxed. The, the, my Gatorade got me through. Now I got to go get rid of it all in one shot. And uh, I should remind everyone that Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with Podcast Heat, created by Tristan Nash, Kevin Nash, and Sean Oliver, producer Steve Kaufman, graphics by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence and audio edit by Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver. Technical research by Tristan Nash. Copyright 2023. Butch and Sandance Media. Kev, we doing another one? I mean, as long as I can get my ass back on next Wednesday, if I'm, I'll be back. But uh, a lot of people have asked about our, our out song, and that's Sophia. Uh, it's by The Builders. That's my son Tristan that's uh, on the vocals. And so... Uh, you go to click this uh dom or one of the one of the people can can get you to where they're you can listen to their music so all right very good thank you man thank thank you guys so much for fucking uh this means the world to me but also my family because uh, i'm going home to detroit and you know after tea it's one of those situations where i don't take things for granted anymore like i'm gonna go see my brother and sister and my stepdad in my aunt as you should and yeah, the last thing we needed to have you do is try to hook up a microphone with your aunt yeah and, uh, I, it's just one Wi-Fi. of those things where I just I, I needed it I just wanted it. I don't want to fucking have to be on for two hours doing this and, and, and taking away from my, my my family or my friends so understood not a problem I, but I appreciate for you guys for, for doing this on, on Easter so much love <laughs>